0: Alliance family, I'm back in Orlando, this time for Life Conference, an event that was hugely impactful in my own teenage journey. And for this video blog, rather than me doing all the talking, I'm going around asking teens a single question. What would you like to say to the current leaders of the American church? You know that I deeply value the Alliance family that I inherited as a leader, and I want to pass off an even stronger CMA ministry, and let's see what the current teens would like to say to those of us in leadership. I don't really think they're doing that bad. I just kind of like it. My church is a great, job of just lifting up our youth and encouraging them. It's a great loving family. Like I feel welcomed and loved and it's just amazing. I mean, you're doing pretty great right now. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the work that they put into um the sermons and um worship and stuff cuz I think that's like a big part. Like I love worship and I love singing and I love doing all that stuff, so I appreciate that. I have got so much support from all my pastors and everything that I am so thankful for all of them. Keep it up, keep you know trying to reach more people, just try to bring more people to the church that are different. Thank you to my church family for always pushing me to be the best Christian that I can be for them, putting me through a lot of struggles and making me go through uncomfortable places to help push me to become a, mission, a missionary for other people to learn about Christ like I did. Every little detail, they're, they're in your life, and they're, they're there to help you, and it's it's an amazing thing of, of the church. So I want to thank them and tell them that they're doing such a wonderful job and that we love them very much. And we're, in our church, we're very much as a family. And I think that's just something very special. I love the way that they uh, lead us um, and guide us through the path of life and how they're always there for us to support us no matter what we're going through. Um, So basically keep it up. They're doing an amazing job and can't wait to see what they're gonna do next. Community is one of the most important parts about church. And you can believe in Jesus with all your heart. You can believe in the Lord. But if you don't have community within the Lord, that's one of the first steps. Go talk to someone random in your church. I could go up to someone random in my church and be able to talk to them, have a conversation with them instead of just staying with the same group of people. We're making a difference in the world, but in order to make like a huge impact in our community and just like overseas and all that, I feel like we should like be able to unite with each other and work together because when we're not united we end up going into like arguments and people look at us from the outside and they're like oh that's just a fighting church and I don't want to be a part of that. To feel more united as a church as one instead of like separate congregations doing their own thing. The church is the people so if we are all strong in the Lord, then we can be the church anywhere. We're so united and um, having most of my family in the worship, it's given me more opportunities to really like, share and express who I am and express my gifts and express my um, love for him. And I can really do that there. When it comes to community, there's a lot of accountability and a lot of pushing each other to see more of God's work in each other's lives and, you know, God literally calls us to community as well. And you have to take that personally too. I, I just don't see, I don't think a lot in American churches, not particularly the CMA, but a lot of Christ-centered leaders or students, a lot of them just kind of go through the motions brothers and sisters and we don't act like that on Sunday morning. We act like, you know, these strangers just sitting in the pew or chair beside each other and like it's not a family setting. I wish I could get to know people of multiple generations more and do different activities um, as a church like family with not, because a family isn't made up of just teenagers it's or just kids or just adults. It's made up of the church and it's made up of every generation involved. our church i don't think we're getting as involved in the community as we could um like not implementing i think we have this idea like oh yeah let's go up and help our community but we're not actually doing that so i don't think we're reaching enough people there's a lot of people out there that don't get to the church and we need to send more people out to go minister to them we should try more community outreach bring more youth to our church because we have a like a lot of like older population in our church. So I would definitely just reach out to all the schools because I think it's important for kids my age, especially to go to church because they don't really know. They just think, oh, I'm too cool or something like that. I believe that we need to do a better job of explaining how to do this instead of saying, don't do that. Because then if we were just simply saying, don't do that, we're not gonna do it, but then how are we gonna react when a certain situation comes our way that we may not know how to react to? Some church leaders could, I think to the general public, they kind of sound like, in my opinion, motivational speakers with a band behind them, right? I I feel like sometimes the messages can be a little like elementary. If they could, you know, go deeper, dive deeper into the Bible, I think that'd, that'd be more enjoyable for me. I wanna be able to reach a point in my life when I'm talking to like a non-believer and they ask me like, they can throw any question at me and I'll be like, I know that I'm well secured and I have the right equipment and like the right tools to be able to like answer their questions. And I wanna be like, secure that I know that my pastor and my church leaders can do that for me instead of just giving me like the same, you know, same old, same old. It's really important to, uh, check in with the, the young the youth and to really get to know how they're doing uh, with their walk and how they're doing emotionally in their personal lives because sometimes they're going through a tough time and they're not sure what to do and they don't know if they could look to God or they look to their pastors or their leaders the youth um, in my opinion like they try to have like a mask they like they like to hide their true selves behind something but on the inside we don't know what's going on and we would like to know that, and depression's a huge thing. Everyone is different. The way we learn, the way that God helps us is different than other people learn, and sometimes we might need different help or different questions to be answered than other people would. Just, like, listen to us more, and um, rather than, like, immediately doling out advice. I don't think the church always realized that nowadays problems for teenagers are different than what they were in the past, and it's hard to like face the problems nowadays instead. I think dedicating time to the students and getting on a more personal level and with a relationship or friendship with them, that would be definitely helpful. Adults can learn from kids just like kids can learn from adults. Make things easier to understand, like not for adults, but towards teenagers too. Sometimes the way that churches can teach is like a way that teens can't really understand. They mainly connect to the adults and I'll be sitting there like understanding, but like trying to find a way how I can connect. I really think um, the church needs to say we want you and we want you to make a difference. You know the church always says oh we're so loving and accepting of different people but then behind closed doors they're talked about and judged. Um, Like my dad works at a church and stuff and they're always like preaching like love everybody like everybody was made in God's image and then they judge people that are themselves like not just like sexuality like piercings or your clothes or just anything, and they're like, they can be really rude about it, and it's like they're just not accepting at all. When Jesus was here, and we're supposed to follow Jesus' example as when he walked on the earth, um, he didn't care if they were lepers, if they were prostitutes, tax collectors in that time. Lepers were put in the camps, and yes. tax collectors weren't talked to as much, and I think that nowadays a lot of people have biases against other people. We need to put those biases aside for a little bit and focus on getting to the person and reaching the person versus judging the person for who they are and what they are before Jesus. I think certain people get too caught up in like the appearance or the rules, I don't know, and they don't see that we're just like loving God and rejoicing. A lot of people see like the judgment of Christians and we think that like shouting from a distance at these people just saying like I'm a Christian is gonna make them like see that, you know, we have the right way but it doesn't and we have to focus on loving more, getting closer. A lot of people worship in different ways. I personally don't enjoy singing that much and so standing in front of the church congregation and singing it, it's just really awkward and uncomfortable to me. So I kind of feel like a lot of the things could just be like if, if they made it optional or there wasn't as much pressure and they were like, everyone stand up or like you're just a sinner. If I sit down and I don't sing, everyone just looks at me funny. But if I stand up and sing, then I feel like I look funny and I'm just uncomfortable. We've just completed dozens of interviews with random students, so we just grabbed out of the hallways. Many were too nervous to even do it, but you've heard from some of those who engaged. There's a profound appreciation for the church that I didn't fully anticipate. I'm sure that we will have to cut many comments from this video collage of all the appreciation, you'll hear some of it, but they're over and over and over, they were thanking, thanking, thanking. I would have to probe for, give me some challenges, give me some criticisms, give me some concerns. You're investing in their lives. You're giving yourself to them. You're giving them a community they know they would not otherwise have. Being with nearly 6,000 students and student leaders this week, I'm reminded it matters it matters what we do. It matters that we stay faithful to the authority of the Word of God. It, means it matters that we stay authentic in our own spiritual relationship. It matters that we stay filled with the Holy Spirit and walking in integrity. And it matters that we invest that life into a community of believers in a local church because this generation is feeling the benefit. They're just grateful for what they're receiving at this moment. And so, Let's not grow weary in well-doing. Be steadfast, unmovable, abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. You know the promises, but I'm moved again in my spirit by hearing these testimonies and challenges to us to say we're doing a good work. It matters. Let's keep going.